1: You're listening to Road Bike Action Radio. I'm George Thomas in Sierra Vista, Arizona, at Cycling Camp. We're on the line with Road Bike Action magazine editor Neil Shirley, who is just back from a trip to Israel. Neil, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks, George. Thanks for having me.
1: Now, well, it's always a pleasure. I were you over there riding, coaching? Why Israel? <laughs>
0: so i uh, i got I got the most random email one day. From uh, the promoter of Dead Sea, uh, Grand Fondo Dead Sea, inviting me to come over and ride the event. So after, you know, some quick uh, googling and uh, a little bit of research, that indeed there's a it'd be the fourth year of the Grand Fondo over there, and so I, I was I was really intrigued. I had never thought about. Israel and travel or at least traveling there, especially to ride my bike so once I did a little homework on it um uh, I was I'm like man I opened my mind and I figured okay let's let's go for it and see what it's all about
1: the Dead Sea grand fondo that sounds intriguing,
0: yeah, so one thing i I, I didn't quite realize about the area is. So the Dead Sea is the lowest place on land, the lowest place you can ride a bike or, or do anything in the world.
1: Really? So
0: 1,388 feet below sea level. So if you think about it, you know, everyone likes to go, go up to altitude, do altitude training. But what do you do at altitude? You feel you feel worse. You go slower, right?
1: <laughs> so,
0: so when you're below sea level, almost, you know, fifteen hundred feet below sea level. All it's like having a third lung. <laughs> you feel fa- you feel fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, you know that that was that was something. You know, it, it's you're in the you know Judean Desert, and uh, it, it's it's just a completely different atmosphere than I've than I've ever experienced and, and ridden my bike in. Um, it, it was really phenomenal.
1: Now I, I'm totally. My brain is just stuck on 1,300 feet below sea level because you're in Santa Clarita near the ocean. So let's say you're 400 feet elevation. You're actually doing elevation training for the Dead Sea <laughs> Grand Fondo. It,
0: exactly. Exactly. It, it's um, it was something definitely like you said hard to wrap your mind around, it. especially when you know we started the we started the Grand Fondo. Um, which is just right. The start and finish is just in this this beautiful stretch where there's about a dozen hotels, um, kind of the touristy area where everyone goes to to soak in the Dead Sea and um, vacation. And you're about 20 miles into the the fondo, and you've been climbing before you actually see a sign that says sea level. You're like, wow, <laughs> you know? it's uh, it's it's really a trip.
1: So you're climbing to sea level now. The Dead Sea yeah. isn't that the most uh, salinated water on the planet?
0: Yeah, correct. So there's a, no fish or anything um, can live. It's, it uh, has a 29 percent um, salt content, um, and that's com- you know compared to the ocean, which is four percent. So it's it's completely different. You you step into it and you feel it. You know, you feel it right away, and, and hopefully, you don't have
1: any road rash or anything. Oh my gosh! You, you would not last a second in the Dead Sea,
0: but once once you get in, and you just you you couldn't um, you couldn't drown if you tried. You know, you cannot you cannot uh, do anything but just float in the water. You just lay there, you float, and it it is. So relaxing. It it, it's amazingly relaxing. And then another part of it is is that it's hard to get sunburn. That low as well. Um, So it's just it's a really it's a really interesting part of the world. And um, yeah, something I, I I wouldn't have really pictured myself ever you know going to.
1: Now, is there any plant life around there? I mean, what's? I have no idea what the terrain would be like at that elevation.
0: Yeah. So there, there isn't much plant life at the Dead Sea. Um, it's, it's mostly, um, desert, but as soon as you start heading up, uh, like say towards Jerusalem, which is, uh, approximately maybe a uh, hundred, 120 kilometers, um, from, from the Dead Sea, uh, we started getting to like some green grass and, and there's like you know there's some palm trees in the area, but i, I doubt those are native um but uh, you know they had recently had rain in the Jerusalem area and the kind of the hillier areas um so it was, it was it was quite pretty
1: and how many people were there? Was it a real international bike ride
0: it It really was so from from you know what the promoter has has told me and what the locals have said the um, basically the cycling culture over the last four or five years has really grown. So, you know, with, um, the, uh, for the event, there are about 1100 riders there and there's a, there's a three day professional stage race going on at the same time in conjunction with the, with the Fondo and a women's, um, one day UCI race. Uh, so 1100 total riders. And these, you know, these weren't, Brand, these weren't really new riders. I mean, these were experienced riders, nice equipment, um, people they, they they knew, you know, how to ride in a pack. So I, I was really impressed with the level of riders over there.
1: How about logistics? What was it like getting your bike over to Israel? Uh, so I I took uh, I have a, a Richie uh, Breakaway bike ah, that folds okay. up
0: into uh, yeah just a little small suitcase so it's just a normal check bag. But you could take you could take, it'd be the same as flying flying anywhere if you're going, you know, to Italy for a for a cycling trip. It'd be you know, it'd be the same as that. So there there is more security um, in and out of Israel, but maybe five minutes extra worth ten minutes extra at the airport. So not not any inconvenience or anything.
1: And then what was the terrain like what was the elevation gain during the ride?
0: So the the total ride was ninety five miles, and I believe we had maybe around six thousand feet of climbing. So once you get out of the Dead Sea, uh, it's, it's maybe rolling, ter- lightly rolling terrain for the first forty miles, and then we get to a the point, the, a climb called the Scorpion Pass, and it was. Up until then, there were nice, wide roads. And mind you, we had full road closures, which is
1: unheard oh, of did. Wow. For, for a Grand Fondo.
0: Unheard of. But there they had full road closures, so it was, it was incredibly safe, no traffic to deal with. Um, so then we go into Scorpion Pass, and I had been warned about this climb from everyone, how challenging it was. And it was... Um, the, the entire climb was 2.2 miles and I believe averaged 9%, but that included about a 1-kilometer descent. So the real climb was was 1 mile, and it I believe it was like 12% average with 15 switchbacks. So there's about 16% coming out of each switchback. And it's narrow, one lane, really, really rough road. And that was... That was the leg breaker. It was short, but it was really steep. Um, but with each switchback going up and then kind of looking back down from where you just you know come from the desert <laughs> below, it was just this this beautiful panorama.
1: I'm just trying to wrap my mind around 16 switchbacks in a mile.
0: Yeah, it was, and that's like uh, stair it
1: steps. Was, it was just twisting up this. Basically, the cliff of the mountain.
0: Um, yeah, the, you know, t- here in California, we don't we don't have anything quite like that. So it was uh, uh, so many so many unique things in in the ride that I, I just you know afterwards I sat there thinking, wow, what what an
1: opportunity to, to be here and, and do this. That's amazing. I I'm just thinking of when you got to go and. Ride in Taiwan and now Israel is this one you would? It, I mean, obviously you would recommend it. It sounds like you had a great time. Is it one you'd plan on going back to? I, it, it definitely is, and, and I'll be honest with you though,
0: it's not just it's not just the ride. I thought I was going over there for the Grand Fondo and just to do the Grand Fondo, but what really ended up making the trip was you know, the, the stuff around the Dead Sea, kind of the, the leisure, the the soaking in the Dead Sea. But then after the Grand Fondo, we went into Jerusalem and taking, you know, basically going into tourist mode and spending two days and seeing, seeing things that, you know, if you, if you read the Bible, you know, every, everything has been talked about. Um, And regardless of what you believe, just knowing that this place has been such a hub for, you know, humanity for thousands of years is, is just a really amazing experience.
1: That sounds like a one. Were you able to take your family?
0: Um, I did not take my family, but it's something that if I'm able to go back and do the grand fondo again next year, I'll definitely bring my family. I wouldn't, um, it's far, you know. A lot of people ask me about if I felt safe or if I, if I was worried about any of that, and I, I felt very, very safe the entire time. That was not ever on my mind, um, and it's something I would easily bring my family over for.
1: Well, Neil, surely that sounds like an amazing experience. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us.
0: Thank you. It was it was a fantastic time.
1: Road bike action radio from Sierra Vista, Arizona at Pack Tour Century Week. I'm George Thomas.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh